0: Hello, breadheads! Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh Podcast, a podcast dedicated to Subway sandwiches and the lives of your hosts, Ty and Eric. How are you doing, Eric? Oh, man, I'm doing super swell. Um, I'm kind of just like cozied
1: up at home. You know what I mean? I've got my my blanket on, and I've been on the couch, just working from the couch all day, watching like YouTube videos about how remote work is dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, people who uh write video write articles against remote work have never been coddled by their apartment. They probably <laughs> live in a like, they're the type of bachelor pad with just a lawn chair and the TV on the floor.
1: Yeah, dude, I used to have a TV on the floor, and those days were pretty amazing. But um, going going back to that, I just like can't imagine. So I'm I'm living large, man. I'm enjoying my work from home schedule. This podcast. Allows me to do so much. Um, no thanks, is in mm-hmm. caster. It's all thanks to us. We we are in the driver's seat. Um, Ty, we had big. We had a big week. We had a lot of activations this week. Should we big talk week, about big week? Big
0: week. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on a, like a triple header right now. Every night, different cocktail bar, different <laughs> activation. It's um, it's uh, it's a tough life, but it's the one that only a celebrity or me could really, really handle.
1: <laughs> speaking of celebrities i just booked craig's over in, on melrose so i'll be hitting that up for the very very rare coveted 6 p.m Rezzo.
0: <laughs> oh very cool very cool uh you'll have to watch out for the paparazzi they'll be posted up around that time for the early dinner the the older hollywood actors will be coming in at 6 p.m for their rezzo as well mm-hmm.
1: that's actually a funny way to like try to strategize or premeditate a celeb sighting is to go like during the old head hours because that's when like leo dines you know like he's going for dinner mm-hmm. at, like 5 five thirty 30 um mm-hmm. when it's probably before it opens actually that's probably the move
0: if you're at that level of celebrity i think so in bed by nine right because you have to keep that youthful youthful appearance for whatever time you have left <laughs> totally
1: uh yeah dude that cocktail of 10 hours of sleep and
0: botox We'll go a long way. Damn. I can only imagine i'm I'm running on like six hours of sleep every night, six inches of sleep, if you will, <laughs> because I'm uh, just I'm just too too busy out hitting the bars, you know. I mean I'm in my zoomer era. I'm living life, Eric, and I know you are too. I ran into you the other day at bar <laughs> Tartar. I thought this is really funny. Two podcasters from the same show. Crossing paths in the same location—what are the odds?
1: One might think that this was spontaneous, Ty, but we all know that um, I had mentioned to you that I was going to the, the potentially the failing bar Tartar. You know, a return, a return to form, as they say, uh, post juice bar closing. Um, mm-hmm. And then you had said, "Wow, it's a great idea! I'll be in Gastown as well." <laughs> but here we are, Ty. We're we're both sitting. At Bartar, Bartar, Tartar Bar. And, um, yeah, what did you think, man? Did you, like, go in with a watchful eye? Were you taking notes? Were you
0: scanning for familiar faces? I was half expecting to see you there, half not. Um, But I want to just let you know that I, even though I knew you might be gracing the presence of Bartar-Tartar, I didn't make the final decision to go there. I left it up to my party amongst a few locations and who know that who knew that I was amongst a natural wine lover. So they made the final call to walk in those doors, not me. But I knew in the back of my mind that I would see your face for podcasting somewhere in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I had the window seat because
1: I had to like I had to make sure I was facing the window so that when my co host walks in, he couldn't like attack me from behind or anything like that, play a kind of prank on me, I
0: was watching the door Mm -hmm. ready for you to come in. Dude, when you get to podcasting at our level, you can never turn your back on a door. You always have to be watching. That's right.
1: So many doors have opened for us after we started podcasting that I can't look away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. Cool. So I got there quite a bit before you. So I think I had wrapped up my meal and my bottle of red my introverted red so by the time you got there i said what up met your friends and took off but did you happen to get any any kind of pizza going i didn't see one on your table
0: when i left oh yeah the the pies were on route eric two-day delivery um (laughs) we just shared one uh It was, like, a take on the margarita, but you know how you can get, like, you got your basic fiordalatte Latte margarita, but then you can upgrade that sometimes to the mozzarella de bufla if you're feeling fancy? I'm Mm -hmm. sure you know all about that. Well, turns out there's a secret third tier to the margarita game, which is you can upgrade to barata on it. And that's totally the move. Fuck
1: yeah, dude. That sounded incredible. Um, I was happy enough to taste the burrata myself as well and i gotta say man probably the my, my favorite thing to get on a pizza now like Same. it's a total game changer
0: just like the fat white glob in the middle and you like <laughs> pop that thing like a balloon and it just oozes everywhere and then it's just mm-hmm. this sopping creamy pizza oh man i'm dreaming about <laughs> it right now i need another one in me asap yeah dude me too um my burrata pizza was not a marg mark
1: though um, I got the prosciutto, burrata, and fig pizza. Oof. And that thing was insanely good, dude. The fig was
0: bellissimo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hmm Wow. It, fig is such a funny, uh, like, ingredient because it only seems to, like, hang out in fancy restaurants. It's, it's hanging out with the rich crowd, but it's such a pedestrian fruit, you know? There's fig trees growing wild everywhere but only only the upper upper class seem to give a hoot about the fig. They don't get no one else gives a fig.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Why is that you think? I think it potentially has to do with it's association with charcuterie boards. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like if you were to get a charcuterie board with some kind of jam on there, more often than not it's a fig jam. Maybe because it's yep. like just lesser known or less
0: common place i don't know what do you think i don't think it's very good bang for your buck with figs like they're pretty small and they're quite tart so you have to like work them quite a bit to get them into a a palatable state and you'd have to work a lot of them to offer any degree of quantity and the pedestrians like quantity over quality right like that is a, a pair, a pair characteristic or an <laughs> <Over> <laughs> <Yeah>. pedestrian class <laughs> Mm -hmm. they got their big mcmansions and their um apple pies apples Mm -hmm. are literally a dime a dozen these days not figs no kidding no kidding um
1: if i were to guess if i were to put my farmer's almanac hat on Mm -hmm. i would guess that the fig this is a total guess okay the fig has the smallest window of ripeness out of any fruit like, I think it's mm. pretty hard to, like, transport a fig from Mexico all the way here because you have to pick it when it's green to do that, right? Because it mm-hmm. ripens, like, in the in the Ford three, F-350, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's running across the border. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's just, like, harder to do with figs because they are kind of gross when they're not ripe. And then when
0: they're ripe, they're super sweet and good right 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 so figs fall into the same trap as the avocado but why is the avocado blown up in recent years while the fig has dude i think the fig is an up-and-comer i think it's the uh the the, the underdog of the fruit industry and i think we get a fig plant fig plantation to get ahead of this next wave
1: <laughs> yeah dude 100 percent. this is like investing in weed in like 2012
0: it's like oh dude it's going to be the next big thing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> huh. Cuz like you get it on sandwiches like with a little bit of pear or like a little bit of apple, a little bit of like blue cheese. That's a good combo on a baguette. Oh you know? man. Dude, a little blue cheese and fig baguette. Fuck,
1: dude. Um Yeah, dude, that was probably one of the better pizzas I've ever had. I'll be honest. And it's a shame that this place is not a permanent staple of bar tartar cuz it was really really good but mm-hmm. that truck is it's a movin', you know what I mean? It's a truck in so probably catch it at a different location mm-hmm. if, if needed.
0: Yeah. This is the biggest challenge with food trucks, especially good ones, is that you better go catch it. And oh dude. That's you um an extra layer of complexity on my my evening. Totally
1: did you ever see that um food truck golden era
0: is that the one that used to serve the like two dollar hamburgers that looked like they were made in a basement but tasted like they were made by gods
1: yes exactly and this truck was like impossible to track down like do you remember when Mm -hmm. um like you, you would just like see it around like chinatown all the time And then Mm -hmm. you would, like, try to predict where it would be. And you like, go look on, like, a Thursday or Friday night. It's, like, gone. Like, no clue where it is. Oh, yeah. And then you'd be, like, driving down Hastings and you'd see it on, like, Clark. And you're, like, what the fuck is it doing here? (laughs) It's, like, this guy has no schedule.
0: He just does what he wants. Dude, it's so crazy. Like, he drives by and adults are just chasing after those hamburgers. Like, kids (laughs) after the ice cream truck. Horrifying (laughs) men.
1: Yeah, it's, like, the burger is, like, probably a solid 7 out of 10. But... The fact that I can't have one makes mm-hmm. it a ten out of ten. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. Um, yo, so yesterday I actually had a big night. Um, actually, w- let's finish your triple header. What that's this? We're talking about night one still. What, what did you do with the next two nights in a row?
0: Oh shit! Well, night night two, I had a a second pizza activation. The second bar. This time it was a, a cocktail pop up. Actually, in your neighborhood um Ooh. once again hit hit the margarita pizza had a few cocktails <laughs> i drank a very unusual cocktail mixologists have gone too far eric but another <laughs> pizza and drink activation so they to, to get in the spirit of things they were mixing up this one drink that was topped up with mozzarella water and you know i had to try that
1: what the fuck is this like a twisted italian lactose beer or something
0: not quite i i don't even remember the other ingredients i think there was some gin i think it was almost like a take on the negroni but like creamier it was very weird i've never had anything like it but but at, at pizza restaurants they got to use every part of the animal right and that includes the uh, mozzarella acqua so <laughs> there's an idea there's an idea for san pellegrino to capitalize on big nestle if they want hell yeah. create dude, a new this deed is,
1: this is honestly kind of like when um you go to like a fancy restaurant and you can take a shot of whiskey from the bone marrow you know what i'm saying you just like take the whiskey down to like shoot
0: oh like dude, bad, Yeah.
1: imagine doing that with um like a spent little tub of mozzarella. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just have, like, the, the mozzarella
0: water in there and then you drop a little, I don't know, limoncello. That'd be pretty good, if I'm honest. This is the thing, though, is they're, they're telling you it's mozzarella water, but they're not telling you at which stage of the mozzarella tub the water came from. Like, it seems kind of palatable and interesting if it's, like, the first scoop out of a freshly cracked tub of mozzarella. Mm-hmm. But if they're, like tipping the jug to get the last couple drops out of a freshly polished off container i don't really want those drops i don't want the bottom of the barrel Hmm.
1: yeah i actually agree um but then again why are we okay with pickle juice being added to our martinis you know what i mean mm. it's like that's or olive juice like that's kind of gross too like whenever yeah. there's like one olive left in the jar and it's just 98 water in there
0: like i'm kind of grossed out anyway yeah, I completely agree, Eric. I'm not a Brian guy. I would I would rather not.
1: I'm not a Brian boy either. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing. Um, I had an interesting drink, though, on Thursday last night, Ty. I had a... I don't know if this is an Indian thing. I had it at an Indian restaurant, but it is a... It's called a Boilermaker. Fancy boiler maker. Have you heard of this boiler
0: maker? No, I haven't. Um, it sounds um, industrious.
1: It's pretty industrious. It's basically a riff on the beer and a shot combo, which is like the best combo known to man. Like mm-hmm. nothing goes better with like a can of Budweiser than a shot of Jameson. Um, mm-hmm. But from what I understand, Ty, this is a pale ale with a shot of rum in it, and it's like just added to the beer, and This thing is gnarly, dude. It really sent me. This was like, I had this on an empty stomach before my my butter chicken. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) that was pretty wild. I had a wild night. Dude, pre-gaming the butter chicken? Go crazy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, dude. Pre-gaming the spicy lamb with a shot of rum and a pale ale. Like, (laughs) fucking rest in peace.
0: Real mad lad over there. (laughs) But yeah, dude. It it landed quite well in the stomach. I'm not going to lie so and wait you call this a widow maker what is it
1: a boiler maker that's what it said on the menu and i wasn't really sure what i was gonna get i just saw the words pale ale and rum in the description i said fuck it let me let me get this you know let them cook real isn't,
0: quick isn't boiler maker than like the brand name of the toaster oven at subway
1: <laughs> if so
0: crazy <laughs> i'm pretty sure it is let me quickly google this High speed. To- oh no! It's sorry. I'm mixing Boilermaker up with turbo chef again.
1: Oh, dude, don't mix up turbo chef. Um, I'm just looking up fancy boiler maker. Oh yeah, this is a this is a normal thing. This is a known term, Ty. This is kind of like a shaft. Do you remember when you <laughs> explained to me that this was commonplace
0: and I had no mm-hmm. idea? Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, it's similar. You got you got a little bit of hard stuff with a little bit of light stuff. Um, hmm. Cool. So okay, I'm gonna have to. This... Tur- I'm Ty, gonna turn my apartment goes, into a boiler room
1: tonight. Yeah, dude. Boiler makers, fuck yeah, dude. It says here, Ty. I just googled it. Why is the drink called a boiler maker? Um, well, some suggest Ty that the drink gets its name from uh, literal boiler makers, <laughs> and um, <laughs> to cap off a day of work, they would ask for a beer and a shot of whiskey at their neighborhood bars. So literally, what I just described um i'm so happy
0: <laughs> interesting this is so funny because i'm now on boilermakers.org which is a nonprofit international brotherhood of boilermakers iron shipbuilders blacksmith forgers and helpers and Shit. they have a whole section dedicated to having whiskey with a beer chaser <laughs> so it's actually backed by the institution of boilermakers the brotherhood they have a, we they love have a seal. That. It looks like the navy. Yeah, dude, we love
1: the um, the brotherhood here. Um, I think Fresh podcast. <laughs> oh, this is Holy incredible.
0: Shit. I bet every member of this brotherhood eats at Subway.
1: Hmm. I'm not entirely sure, Ty, if traditionally the shot is poured into the beer, um, but that is what I experienced in at Vija's. I don't know if I name dropped yet. Um, the Indian restaurant. The OG Indian restaurant of Vancouver, from what I, oh, I am mean, able nice. to gather.
0: Yeah. And did Vige himself uh, grace your presence? Because last time he I did. was there, he came up and gave me a good tap on the back and said, Hello, <laughs> friend, podcaster. <laughs> I look up to you.
1: Damn, he really came through and broke bread with the gang. Mm. Um, that's pretty sick. Yeah, he, he broke some naan with us as well. Uh, Big Vige came out with a nice little sparkly scarf. Which I had to, I couldn't, I didn't have the chance to ID it, but, um, he did come out and say what up, just wished us a nice meal and to don't hesitate to let him know if we need anything. So, um,
0: yeah, I thought it was nice. I thought it
1: was like really cool when the head chef comes out or like the owner or or whatever that, that Mm -hmm. never
0: happens anymore. You know what I mean? It's kind of like an old school thing. Definitely. Especially when your head chef is TV famous, then... Feels extra special. Hmm. Totally. Um,
1: I'm hoping to experience that again at some point because I'm going to be hitting up some good restaurants for the rest of the year. Time my calendar is pretty packed, <laughs> so mm. I'm hoping to break bread with some more chefs. But that's
0: pretty awesome that he did that for you as well. Yeah, it's a good feeling to get uh, recognition in the culinary industry for the work that I've done on this podcast. Hmm. Totally. I also love being the youngest at a fancy,
1: relatively fancy restaurant. You know what I mean? I, I mm-hmm. truly get off on that still tie. I hope I never grow up. <laughs> Cause like, I feel you. Yeah, being the youngest there to like drop the platinum on the table. It's just a
0: uh, few things feel better than that, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're new money, right? Because you're surrounded by all these cougars sipping martinis and white tablecloths and stuffy atmosphere and the servers mm-hmm. are finally excited to have someone their age, like, grace their presence. Totally.
1: And I can only imagine the internal thoughts of Vij himself. It's probably like these young young bucks,
0: you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Good for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I can't wait to blow their young minds with this, this paneer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, okay, great. So let's get, let's move into day three ty what did you do last night <laughs> oh i kept it simple last night eric a quick little bar side activation at bao bay in chinatown had a perfectly normal cocktail um, a few dumplings and then i swung by a brewery for a, a dark lager and home <laughs> home before 10 but it capped out my three-day Damn. bender
1: dude finishing your three-day bender on a dark lager is so crazy actually <laughs> if you think about it
0: yeah, like dude, hello darkness my that. old friend <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude you're gonna be in the guinness book of world records for drinking the most in guinness
0: whoa that's the same guinness isn't it probably do you think it's the same guinness why would a brewery want to sponsor world records what what's <laughs> the end game there I think their slogan is literally hold my beer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it actually kind That's, of works perfectly. <laughs> that does make it's a like, lot of sense
1: actually. <laughs> um nice tie. I love I love that you graced Chinatown, my my hometown. Um mm-hmm. I went to a I don't even know how to say this, but it's probably an infamous bar. For the Think Fresh community, Grapes and Soda.
0: I grace it. One of my their... favorite favorite spots in the city. I'm so happy yeah, you finally made an
1: appearance. Yeah, I know, dude. Ty's been bothering me to go there for so long and I just keep telling me telling him, like, dude, that place has the worst possible name for a bar, Grapes and Soda. Like, that sounds so whack. I do not want to go there. Um and what I had pictured in my head was like this really just like cleaned up kind of like I don't know soul lacking bar like that's for some reason I had that image in my head just purely based on the name but then mm-hmm, I actually mm-hmm. went and yeah it looked pretty good it was like you know looked authentic and kind of like not run down not dingy but kind of like had elements of a dive bar which I liked so mm-hmm. um, yeah I thought it was pretty good I enjoyed it I had a couple cocktails got there right around Last call, so I had to speed run the first one, and then the second one I got in right before closing, which was
0: nice. Nice than Hell to a yeah, alcoholic like me. That's true. They're like, "Oh, sir, you have only had one drink today. Please sit down, take your time." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll bring you a. Like, I have a long. I have a long drive ahead of me. Can I please have another?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's interesting though that you were so quick to judge a bar by its cover, um, and not cover in the monetary sense. But, um i do that too with food like i think about how few of the subway series options i've consumed and so few of them have so many of them have names that completely just give me the ick you know like the turkey <laughs> cali club it's a great example of a sandwich i will never order or the mm-hmm. great garlic like who's going for that mexicali yeah, I'll get the Mexicali from Subway, an Italian-inspired restaurant.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. 100%. And also, who made California the authority of, like, anything with avocado in it? Because that's pretty much what makes it a Mm Cali-style sandwich, right? Like, turkey and avo. (laughs) Like, why is that a California thing? We have those here as well. You know what I mean? Where are the avocados even from? Mexico. Shouldn't it be a Mexican sandwich? Is Mm -hmm. it a taco? (laughs) Dude,
0: I, I feel like the whole Cali food enigma is all about not just the avocado, but how do you present the avocado in the most carb-free format possible? It's about it's yeah. about eating next to nothing with the avocado, you know?
1: Absolutely. Maybe some salt and olive oil. Actually, hold the oil. <laughs>
0: just avo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah dude. Yeah. Um, you don't want to double up on fats. So one hundred percent. I don't know. And there's two sandwiches in the Subway series menu that have the word Cali in them. Like Subway's just not afraid to just cross borders, you know? Absolutely. Um do you think it's safe to say that
1: Subway is a West Coast sandwich institution? Like I just looking I, at the hmm. menu itself, like is the menu more western inspired or Eastern inspired?
0: Well, that's a good question because the the subway concept has such a like an East Coast route. You know, you got the New York subway map on the walls. The idea of like the hoagie is an <laughs> East Coast concept. Like, no one on the West Coast has really eaten hoagies outside of Subway. <laughs> that's true. So, but is it a hoagie or a sub? <laughs> well, what's the difference, Eric?
1: Well. I think there is a difference. And I think it has to do with the sauce or something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Hoagie... Or is it a hero? Hoagie versus sub? Um, apparently a hoagie uses harder bread and served cold. And a sub is soft and it can be toasted or cold.
0: So it is a sub because oh. it offers the toasting option. Interesting. So the toasting is what changes the the nomenclature of the footlong <laughs> <laughs> <Apparently, laughs> cuz if you just leave a apparently. footlong out for a few days it gets a little bit harder you got yourself a hoagie now baby yeah dude um so i guess we can
1: call it like okay so the restaurant itself is east and it's meeting west which is the sandwich it's like mm-hmm. it's like a
0: perfect fusion scenario if you think about it it's a bi coastal fast food train for sure. <laughs> but like honestly, like some, yeah. the the words that they use to describe the footlongs are so West Coast, it's not even funny. Like not just the like uh Cali whatever. Um, I'm thinking like the steak, like the chicken rancher. Ranching is an a pioneering act that is connected to the heart the soul of the West Coast or like Green <laughs> Goddess Chicken. Eric, if you say green goddess. In some delis in New York, you'll be shot on scene. Like you can't, you can't walk around throwing those words around. Yeah, dude, the Green
1: Goddess on the East Coast is actually named the Green John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't order uh, that over there.
0: So, it's a it's a bit tricky. Like the outlaw, the outlaw is a West Coast concept. We invented the outlaw out here. This mm-hmm. is this is why they came here. They were outlawed from the East. Who was? The outlaws. Oh. <laughs> Who were the outlaws? <laughs> criminals? They were outlawed by the um, society of the East. So they came out West. And, uh, really? And stri- tried to strike it big, yeah. That's and actually, now there's that's a, a real, sandwich named
1: after them. That's a real history lesson there? Like, that's how the West Coast was founded?
0: Just by uh, the... The misfits of the world, the freaks, the weirdos, wow. banished from their homeland, on uh, the in Kresilias. search of, gr- yeah, in search of greener spinach and better, better mozzarella. Wow. Or should I say, the, Bella mozzarella?
1: The the Joe Rogans and the Tupacs of the world.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: Amazing. Well. I didn't know that. That was the news for me. Um, nice. Well, anything else you want to talk about, Ty?
0: Yeah, I just wanted to share with you. This has been kind of a like a home hometown episode. You and I have been sharing <laughs> some stories of our trials and tribulations amongst the Vancouver bar scene. And so I thought it'd be good to end cap with a story come out of, related to Subway coming out of Vancouver itself today. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Uh in our own backyard. You wouldn't believe. Um okay, here's what happened, Eric. Way back in twenty twenty, um the golden days for some of us, uh a subway in Vancouver was robbed at gun gunpoint. Um the man went to the bathroom of the subway. I know I don't know how we missed this. How did we miss this? (laughs) (laughs) The show is
1: live. You know what? We This probably happened right before we started the pod
0: because when did we start the pod? Like July 2020? Which is insane yeah. to say out loud. <laughs> Crazy. So it must have been around that time. This would have been like July, August that this uh, scenario unfolded. But oh, wow. what happened was that the uh, the man goes into the subway. He goes into the bathroom because he's probably got to get like the nerves out of his system first. And then he goes up to the The counter and he orders a footlong sandwich and then after he completes the footlong sandwich when it's time to pay he pulls a gun out and asks for all the money in the register (laughs) whether or not whether or not he actually took the sandwich i would assume he took the sandwich too right which is dangerous because that would actually be a clue as to like where they are you could follow the smell
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you just follow the trail of black olives that lead all the way to, like, a van
0: somewhere, you know? Yeah, basically. So he makes up with, presumably, a sandwich, $350 in cash. Uh, he's apprehended. They they followed 350. the... the lit- 350 yeah. The, the uh, Canadian mounted police followed the literal <laughs> breadcrumbs to his location, tracked him down, and arrested him. Um, so you're probably wondering, why does this story matter? This three years later... Okay, yeah, let's hear about it.
1: They, well, they the just reason it matters broke out of jail.
0: <laughs> Didn't break out of jail, but he finally got sentenced oh. and for for this act. But he actually had his sentence reduced by a judge because get this, because he was using it turns out he was using an imitation gun, not a real gun. Oh. So they had a sentence reduced for using a fake gun. Oh shit. Uh, so he got his mm-hmm.
1: sentence reduced
0: from 12 months to six months? Something like that. I don't know how, how long. Yeah, maybe 23 months to one year. Oh, literally cut in half, just like the sandwich. Literally. And I just thought this was so ironic that he robbed a place that was serving fake food. And then <laughs> With he used gun? a fake gun to do it. <laughs> and then because of his fake gun, he got off easy. But then, like, and then I mean, it reminds me how Subway gets off easy every single day, robbing humans of their like their internal clock because they've eaten a foot long of fake food, and now they've probably taken a few months off their life. Mm-hmm. So there's this like weird dichotomy happening here, where everybody's a faker.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very strange. And one other thing that's kind of like a red flag in the story tie... Do you think every subway has to have, like, $350 in cash at all times? Because I don't think anyone's paying with cash. And $350 yeah. seems like just, like, the default number that needs to be in there, you know?
0: Totally. And this is middle of the pandemic when all cash was banned. So it doesn't make any sense. That's some, so much money for a subway to have on, have on site. That's, like, mm-hmm. probably like 40 foot
1: longs worth. That's right, Ty. If you carried cash during the pandemic, you were a criminal and a fascist. Mm-hmm, for sure. Keep that <laughs> shit at
0: home where it can't infect anyone exactly. with a $10 bill. Exactly. Oh, dude. um,
1: This is a tragic story, Ty. Prayers go out to the victims. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, Do you think he had time to eat the sandwich? Like, did they catch him right away, or was it, like, do you think he was, like, passed out on the ground after eating the full one? <laughs>
0: This is the problem with our news cycle: is that it's focused on all the wrong details. <laughs> yeah, dude, one hundred percent. Like, like, what, I what, what cheese, know... what bread, <laughs>
1: what bread, what toasted? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> was it a foot long? Was it a sixer? Robbing the subway after ordering a six inch is so crazy
0: because you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, corporate America doesn't want you to know this one simple trick
1: yeah if you simply rob the subway you don't need to pay for your footlong that's how you get around mm-hmm. the five dollar footlong um myth
0: hmm. yeah you can be like wow. sam bakeman free footlong we'll call it
1: yeah can you drop the address of this subway i'm curious actually wait
0: can i guess it, you can guess i'll tell you that it's uh not technically in vancouver but it's within the oh. region
1: oh so the greater vancouver area yes um Damn, that really, really makes it harder to guess. I was going to say the one on Maine and, like, beside the new hospital.
0: Oh, yeah. The one that like you and I from... would
1: frequently <laughs> inspect the seafood medley at. Yeah, the one where the homeless person came in, like, screaming for a glass of water.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah. This one is remember... across from the Ivanhoe, I think,
0: if, if oh, the yeah, Vancouver
1: heads are listening.
0: Dude, that location is so funny. I remember that was where I tried my first Subway Sub bowl. And I remember a fly kept landing on it while I was eating it. Yeah, dude. You were fighting the fly the whole time. It was pretty
1: funny. Tie versus Um. fly. (laughs) Damn. That's also where we got got to sample the green goddess sauce for the first time on a stale piece of cucumber. Wow. The memories we made along the way, hey? Dude, the memories that this podcast have... You know, given us, it's endless and priceless.
0: Mm-hmm. It's true. No, n- <laughs> not, it's not even worth the, th- like, you, you couldn't, it's more than $350 to me, is what I'm trying to say.
1: 100%, Ty. You have to rob every subway on earth for it to be worth it. Yeah. That's that's what it'll take yeah. for us to stop podcasting. Well, I <laughs> we can't need wait all for the subways Vancouver.
0: to empty out the register. <laughs> That or the Vancouver Court of Appeal judge to uh, shut us down for uh, endorsing the wrong side of the story. One hundred percent. Breadheads,
1: thank you for listening. Ty, thank mm-hmm. you for podcasting with me yet again. Um, it's Friday, man. We gotta we gotta go live it up over the weekend. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. time, to, it's time to start our weekend. We gotta get back out there, King. Get back out there, man. It's only been three days in a row. Let's make it four. Hell yeah.
0: All right. Think fresh, everybody, and party safe. And a ciao.